0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening ready? What's good? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO As you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes And how they all got started in the game and where they are now So, hey y'all, what's happening? As always, I'm just so happy to be here today we have so many great things to talk about today on the episode. We have so many exclusive things, rather, to talk about today. Yeah, we're not going to be talking about a whole variety of things, but the things that we're going to be talking about, mm, they're going to be so juicy. You better not miss out. So today we have we are exclusively actually breaking down the upcoming boxing fight, the most anticipated boxing fight of the year, I think so far, between Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker. So they are both. Heavyweight champions and boxing and so of course as you can imagine this fight is going to be so important and it's just going to have so many important implications in the future regardless of actually who is going to win this fight so we're going to be talking about this fight in uh, much much more detail throughout the show today but you know today that is pretty much what we're going to be talking about today about this um, upcoming fight between Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker And what else? So, yeah, depending on the time that we're going to be having, um, we might be talking about some of the other headlines in the world of combat sports. And what else, man? Yeah, the same old um, good old schedule that we have as always. So we're going to be breaking down fights here and here and there. And then we're going to be talking about, uh, of course, our weekly dose of motivation before everything. Before uh, the breakdown, we're going to be talking about that. And what else? Oh, yeah. So, oh, we have. Okay, let me make a few announcements. So. Uh, Next week, okay, so this week we're going to be talking about the heavyweight fight between Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker. Next week we're going to be exclusively, thoroughly, and deeply breaking down the entire UFC 223 card, okay? So... As you can imagine, that that entire fight card is just so packed with so many talented fighters, and uh, I mean, just uh, think about the 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 headliner of that whole card, the anticipated fight, the most anticipated fight of MMA, I think of this century. You know, like. Uh, the 21st century, the most anticipated fight that has been scheduled to happen always, but for many, many reasons, it it, unfortunately just couldn't take place, but now here we are, it is uh, from today, I think it's about two weeks away so yes, I'm talking about the fight between uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson, and it's actually going to be for the lightweight championship of the world, so Conor McGregor has actually been stripped of his lightweight title in the UFC and we already knew that Tony Ferguson was the interim lightweight champion in the UFC so um, you know I don't know why he just isn't automatically declared the lightweight champion but you know this fight is just to prove to everybody that you know, whoever wins this fight really does deserve to be called the lightweight champion at the UFC, especially when we're talking about such talented, talented guys like Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson. So that is going to be the main event of that evening. And of course, the co-main event, Rose Nami Yunus, is going to be defending her strawweight title against Joanna Janjajic, the former champion. So that fight is also going to be pretty phenomenal. Um, because we already know how um, vicious uh, of of a fighter both both girls are, and how talented they are, and how dangerous they are, pretty much. Okay, okay. But for the remainder of the card, I'm just gonna leave it there, and then next week I'm gonna be thoroughly, thoroughly breaking down. Every single fight that is going to be on that UFC 223 card. So, make sure that you tune in next week as well. Because we got some pretty sweet and juicy stuff coming up on TKO. Yes. Okay. So, now... Oh, actually, yeah. I have another announcement to make. So, um, this week we're obviously having an episode. Next week we have an episode. But the week after, we are not going to be having a brand new episode. But the week after that... We are, of course, are going to be resuming broadcasting and we're going to be resuming um, giving you guys brand new material. And um, yeah, so the week that we're not going to be having a new episode, I think is going to be the week of um, April 17th. And it's because your girl right here has got to deal with um, university exams and you, you already know how hard and tough they can get, but we can get through it. If you are a university student out there, especially a Griffin University of Guelph student out there listening to this right now, We got this, fam, and, um, you know, we just need a little bit of time to organize our things together and to make sure that everything's going well and whatnot. So that's why we're just um, taking one week off. But then from the week after, you know, it's summertime, and, of course, we're going to be back with exciting and brand-new material here at TKO. So, yeah, man, I just wanted to put that out there, Okay. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so before we actually get to the breakdown part of the show, so um, yeah, let's talk about the uh, weekly and daily dose of motivation. So actually, over this past weekend, guys, I started reading the book. It's it's, uh, It's a book about Muhammad Ali's life. And uh, the book is called The Soul of a Butterfly, okay? So, um, I'm not so far deep in the book just yet, but, I, you know, uh, the the few pages that I've read so far, it's just super amazing and um you know, in the preface and, um, you know, like the prelogue and uh, things like that, it's Muhammad Ali's daughters who are writing about their father and how great of a person he was. Of course, he was. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. One uh, one legendary fighter and one legendary human being that nobody can ever um, just um, forget i think and he will always even though he's not with us anymore i just feel like he will always be there in spirit with everybody and there's obviously the reason why he he used to be called the people's champ and he wasn't just a champion in the ring but outside the ring too Um, he was just such a nice and um, humble human being so for that reason, that's why even to this day we we talk about him, and we're not tired of talking about him because that's just how great of a human being he was. Anyway, so back back on this book, so the soul of the butterfly, um, Muhammad Ali just talks about the different stages of his life, and um, you know his upbringing, and um, the sort of um, spiritual slash um, philosophical journeys that he took by himself and the different um, stimuli you could say that he was exposed to, for example. I mean, stimuli sounds like a really scientific and maybe it could actually have a bad connotation to it, but by stimuli, I just... I just want to talk about the people that he came across and the different situ- situations that he came across uh, throughout his life. For example, Malcolm X, he met Malcolm X and um, the different people that he, um, uh, he had an encounter with. And those people definitely had a huge impact on his life and the person that he became, the person, the Muhammad Ali that we know today, it is because of those interactions that he had with those um, influential people and um the way his thoughts and uh, philosophies were shaped is just—it's um, just really important. I feel like everybody needs to definitely just um, at least just scan through this book for a little bit, and to just—you um, should all just read about how. You know the different challenges that Muhammad Ali faced, how he actually tackled those with the philosophies, with the new philosophies that he was building in his own mind. Um, you know, in terms of spirituality, and um, just different, like like the mentality, the champion mentality that he had, and how that actually helped him um, tackle different challenges that he was facing at the time, at the at the uh, era that he was living in. So I feel like, just like I said, um, I feel like this book is definitely a must read for. All combat sports uh, fans, at least, out there because... You know, I, you guys already know, I really do believe in the power of um, the philosophy behind martial arts and combat sports. And, you know, the mentality that you have is a very important thing. And, it, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of outsiders and casual sports fans don't actually f- know that uh, it's not just the physicality that goes into sports and um, athleticism. It's also the mentality and the philosophies that also go into it that, you um, Uh, complete and um, in a way optimize what that sport is all about so you know sportsmanship and things like that so just like i said definitely recommend everybody to read this book the soul of a butterfly and i'm just reading through it right now and i will definitely keep you guys updated in case i come across any other interesting stuff in this book and I already told you guys that I was reading uh, Bruce Lee's book, The Tao of Jeet Kune Do. So I just really enjoy um, reading reading about all of those uh, philosophies and mentalities of um, sports and especially when it comes to um, martial arts and combat sports. So, yeah, man, I would definitely recommend everybody, everybody to uh, read the books that I um, recommended you guys, especially this one about Muhammad Ali's life. Alrighty, so... Yeah, man, um, so with, the, okay, I brought that up because I actually want to say that, yes, it, it's through these stuff, when you read about influential people, people that you usually look up to, and you read about their lives and the challenges they went through and the ways and the manners that they actually were able to adapt to those um, challenges and obstacles and the way that were able to um, come on top of their problems, I feel like that is something that, is always motivating at least to me personally so you know it could be anybody it could be your mother your father your brother or sister or even your friend somebody that you know in person or it could be somebody that you you have just heard about and somebody that you just admire or just um, consider as a role model it could be anybody so you can pretty much look up to anybody that you admire and like and just just um pretty much analyze their life and uh, at least up to that point that they are right now and to just, you know, see how they came across um, different challenges and how they uh, were able to successfully tackle those things. So for me, as I was reading through this book, uh, you know, seeing the ways that Muhammad Ali was able to Um, come on top of his problems and yes everybody has demons and um, you know the ways that you actually maneuver uh, across those different problems I feel like that's what makes you great as a person and somebody to look up to so these things definitely do motivate me so to you guys listening out there to TKO Nation listening out there so here's uh, the motivation part of this whole thing. So just find something or somebody that you look up to, an idol or a role model in life and to just and just um, look at their at their lives and the ways they were going through things and the way they they successfully came on top of their problems and how how successful they are right now. So that really personally motivates me. And I hope that also motivates, motivates you guys out there as well. Okay, so yeah, that is um, definitely the main point that I want to get across, so... Just um, look out there. Try to learn from different people's mistakes, and just some um, observe how they learned themselves from those mistakes, and they um, built on top of the steps of um, you know on uh, the, the the track to glory in a way, and to and just observe that, and uh, just learn and just let that motivate you so that is definitely one thing that i have learned by reading this book by muhammad ali you know the person that you um just look up to it could be just like i said a a close person to you or somebody uh, in general in any any field that you just generally generally look up to so yeah man Okay, there is that. So that is your weekly slash daily dose of motivation from TKO. All right. So now, okay, now let's get down to business, to the breakdown business. Okay. So this upcoming weekend on Saturday, okay, we have the fight, the most anticipated fight, of the year so far in boxing especially in the heavyweight division we have the fights between anthony joshua who's the wba ibf and ibo champion so he's going to be fighting joseph parker who is the wbo champion in heavyweight boxing okay so whoever wins this fight it is actually thought and believed that whoever wins this fight is going to fight for a unification, for a title unification against the WBC champion right now, who is Deontay Wilder. Now, Deontay Wilder, as you guys might recall, um, he fought Luis Ortiz a few weeks back. And through that fight, you know, that wasn't a really easy fight for him at all. But The fact that he actually was able to knock out his opponent, Luis Ortiz, in that fight definitely showed that he is still a really good contender just overall across all organizations and across all heavyweight um, divisions in boxing. And so because of that, that really um, puts him out there as... um, somebody who is just out there looking for an opponent pretty much. And just like I said, whoever wins this fight between Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker is probably going to face Deontay Wilder for a title unification. Okay, so now let's talk about these guys um, just separately. So Anthony Joshua, he is undefeated. He has 20 wins and zero losses. Okay, and um, actually I believe all of the fights that Anthony Joshua has had they've all been knockouts so they could have been first round knockouts or they even could have been like 11th round or 12th round knockouts but they've all been knockouts and I don't think there's ever been a time in Anthony Joshua's um, professional career, that um, his fights have actually gone to the distance, um, and um, the, the results have never been left in the hands of the judges, which is actually a good thing, because we all know in boxing, you know, it's definitely different than MMA, and you, even though you might think that you did enough, just enough, to win a fight, you know, things just don't always go your way, especially in boxing, because the judges, you know, there's some things going on with the judges, especially with uh, famous, um, you know, if, you, if your opponent's organization or, like, promotion is actually promoting the fight that you're fighting, you know, there's a really low chance if the fight actually does go to the distance that they're going to give the fight to you because that's just not how, the, you know, that's just not the way it works in boxing, unfortunately. And, you know, boxing is a beautiful sport, but because of all of those things, I just uh, it just makes me really mad. But, okay, anyway, let's put that aside because this is probably not going to be the case in this fight. I have a really big feeling that this fight we're, we're going to see finishes so so the fight is not actually going to go the distance that's just how i feel and i feel that way because just look at the numbers man just look at the stats because joseph parker himself he is also undefeated and he has had 24 wins and zero losses obviously and 19 of those wins have been all knockouts so yes he has had a few um decisions uh, a few uh, wins through decision but you know, um, okay, man. Listen, this this fight—that's what it makes it so interesting because we've seen both guys uh, just be super, super vicious in their fights. And um, Anthony Joshua—he's he's had all knockouts in his professional career. Joseph Parker, nineteen nineteen knockouts, and he's also gone to decision. You know, as that just shows how how um, important of a fight and how serious of the fight this actually is. Okay, so uh, okay, I don't know how <laughs> where to get started because there's just so many things to talk about. But okay, I'm just gonna start talking about Anthony Joshua. So Anthony Joshua, he used to be an Olympic boxer for the UK, obviously, and um, he won multiple gold medal medals in the Olympics. Obviously, good for him. But, okay, so um, most of the opponents that he's had so far in his professional career, they've all been... Okay, I'm not going to try to offend them or disrespect them in any way at all, but they're they're definitely not on Anthony Joshua's level. None of them, except for one who was Vladimir Klitschko. And that fight, I, I dare say, to this day is probably the most exciting boxing fight of uh, the modern era, okay? Like, it definitely beats um, any fight that you can possibly think of, okay? So, from the 2000s on, or even from the 90s on, I feel like that fight was just so exciting that it could have been considered the most exciting fight um, of the era, okay? Of the modern era of boxing. So, that is probably the hardest, the toughest opponent that Anthony Joshua has In his professional career At least that's how I perceive it all However um, I just feel like Joseph Parker is a different type of dude And I feel like Joseph Parker Might even be a bigger threat Than Vladimir Klitschko to Anthony Joshua And here is why So let's talk about Joseph Parker's style For a second So Joseph Parker Okay, when you actually see him fight, so obviously both guys are heavyweights. But when you actually see Joseph Parker fight, he fights in a way as if he he weighs at around like 147 pounds. As if he weighs the same weight that Floyd Money Mayweather uh, weighs in at. Because that's how fast um, Joseph Parker usually thro- throws his strikes at. And um, that's just how smooth And easy it looks To look at Joseph Parker Just throwing any sort of combo Or just any sort of strike And for that reason I definitely do give him uh, So many props for that Because especially if you're heavyweights Heavyweights mostly tend to rely on Power only and they don't really Care about um, speed per se But in this case Not only is uh, Joseph Parker Delivering that speed but he's also His shots are super super powerful as well as you can possibly imagine so uh, for that reason he is a really tough opponent to Anthony Joshua and not only that but also Joseph Parker whenever he actually fights he tends to close the distance and that is when you need to really watch out for whatever is coming towards you because when he actually does close the distance there are shots coming from really really weird angles and um They're coming at such great speed, and it's just so hard to actually dodge away from those shots, especially, say, if you're cornered and um, the the range is closed, and he's so close to you, Joseph Parker is so close to you, and he's throwing punches from all over the place, and you're just so overwhelmed. And as a result of that, you're either just knocked out cold um, to the canvas, or it's just declared a TKO by the referee because... There, there's so many shots coming at you, and they're so powerful, and uh, it's just too much at the at the period of time. So the referee just stops the fight to to prevent you from getting more damage, pretty much. Okay, so that is why Joseph Parker, I say, is a very big threat to Anthony Joshua. And just like I said, um, so far, Anthony Joshua, I feel like the only opponent that he's faced that has been truly dangerous to his legacy in a way was Vladimir Klitschko. But in this case, I feel like Joseph Parker is even a bigger threat to Anthony Anthony Joshua than um, Vladimir Klitschko, okay? But, okay... Even though I do say that, you know, Joseph Parker is a dangerous guy and um, Anthony Joshua really needs to watch out for him. Okay, Anthony Joshua, he, okay, he's a prodigy in a way because he's so young and he's been able to accomplish so much in his uh, professional career so far. So, okay, there's obviously, uh, he's definitely gifted okay, and he definitely knows what to do, his fighting IQ is definitely on point, um, yes there, for the first time ever um, Anthony Joshua was knocked down in his fight against Vladimir Klitschko and, uh, you know, that was the first time that we actually saw him break down but the thing is, what makes Anthony Joshua so great was the fact that he was able to take that shot, but he was able to come back, um, you know, come back up and, um just uh, regain all of his stamina and uh, yes he was wobbled in that fight against Vladimir Klitschko but he was able to actually recover um, uh, from that shot and he was able to actually uh, come at uh, Vladimir Klitschko himself and to knock out Vladimir Klitschko later on in that fight so this all happened after he was actually knocked down in that fight so You know, uh, because of that, I say, yeah, so Anthony Joshua, listen, he doesn't have a lot of experience. Yes, he has had uh, like 30 fights or so in his amateur career. But, you know, in terms of experience, I'm talking about years of experience. So, yes, he's not super experienced when you compare him to fighters like Vladimir Klitschko and um, uh, dudes like that. But what makes me so, you know, what makes me actually admire um, Anthony Joshua in this case is that yes, so usually when you're an experienced fighter, you you know how to bounce back pretty much and um, make a rebound and um, come at your opponent again. But the fact that Anthony Joshua was not experienced and he was still able to bounce back at his opponent and was able to finish him—that's what makes him great because. He hasn't been told that, okay, this is what you need to do, or he hasn't been necessarily shown throughout many, many decades of fighting and many, many years of fighting. That's what he, uh, you know, improvised, and that's what he actually came up with in that fight. So that is really something to admire about Anthony Joshua, which is just like I said, Anthony Joshua is a very gifted guy, and I feel like if he actually puts all of his senses into uh, into his fighting and into his fighting skills— He could potentially win over Joseph Parker, but he should definitely not underestimate Joseph Parker because of all of those things that I said about Joseph Parker and the fact that he's a dangerous, dangerous guy, especially when he closes the distance. Now, something there is this um, uh, weakness about Joseph Parker, and that is when he actually is cornered himself into a corner. Um, uh, Joseph Parker, that's when you see him actually break down and... um, so for Anthony Joshua, I would say it would be great for him to corner and push um, Anthony. Uh, excuse me, Joseph Parker towards the ropes or just to just corner him to any corner and to tr- try to um, throw shots from a distance and try to pretty much knock out Joseph Parker. And I said from a distance because if he actually does get close to um, Joseph Parker, then we can see... Um, Dangerous things go down, and, um, you know, that's definitely not good for Anthony Joshua. So, I would say for Anthony Joshua to be successful in this fight, he needs to maintain his range. Throw shots from a distance, combos are very good to have in this fight, obviously. But all of those things, he needs to maintain his power from that um, sort of like a long range that he establishes early on in the fight. If he actually does that, then... um, it's just things are just going to be so much more easier for him for the entire length of the fight and for Joseph Parker I feel like his speed is such a great thing that he has so he actually needs to utilize that and he needs to surprise Anthony Joshua with um, shots that actually do come from different angles and combinations are key. For Joseph Parker in this fight So because of all of the things that I just said guys And because somebody's O has got to go pretty much This fight is just... So important, and just like I said in the beginning, whoever wins this fight, not only is he going to become the W, the new um, WBA, WBO, IBF, IBO champion of the world, but he's also going to have a chance um, to defend his titles against um, Deontay Wilder's WBC title. And obviously, whoever wins that fight, then it's going to be the undisputed unified heavyweight champion of the world just like how it used to be back in the day in the 80s and the 90s and yeah you already know okay so yeah definitely do watch this fight on march 31st so anthony joshua again anthony joshua versus joseph parker now the thing is we all live in the eastern time zone make sure that you actually catch up with this fight at 5 p.m eastern on saturday so march 31st um, because it's actually happening in the UK, and because of the time differences, there um, it's gonna it's actually gonna be happening at 5 p.m. Eastern time um, in our time. So make sure that you do not miss this fight. Because if you do, man, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Okay, so definitely do watch this fight. It's gonna be super exciting. And just like I said, um, next week we're gonna be exclusively breaking down UFC 223. So make sure you do not miss that as well. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately. That is all the time we're gonna have for this Week fam make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up With our previous episodes And until next time it's your Girl Janan right here and this Is TKO Peace out